This podcast interviews the real people in Kiev to share their life and work, as well as showing the interesting opportunities, places, events, culture, and what is happening in Kiev. The goal is to help more foreign investors discover the reality of life in Ukraine so that the Ukraine economy receives more foreign investments, which creates more opportunities for the Ukrainian people to have a better future. My guest today is the head of research and development in virtual reality and augmented reality at Skywell Software. His name is Ruslan Kapustin. From graduating from the Kiev National Taras Shevchenko University to the Kiev Polytechnic Institute, from being a 3D artist and instructor to having 13 years of experience in emerging technologies and identifying the next biggest opportunities and trends. We will discuss all these topics and more today. Ruslan, how are you today? Uh, thank you, great. Uh, pleased to meet you and thank you for your time on this podcast. I believe you're working on something truly wonderful in this world. So let's begin more about your story. What brought you to this moment where you're working on research and development in augmented reality and virtual reality? And was it something that was a lifelong dream or how did it evolve over time? Um, it actually evolved over time. I'm, I think uh, as a lot of people, not, well, I was not pretty sure about uh, what uh, I will do in my future job, uh, what uh, I will be keen on and uh, how all <laughs> and how everything will end here. So uh, I think uh, when I have finished university, I have no idea that uh, my life will be a part of such emergent technologies and uh, um, but I, I'm sure that I have no idea that I will be here and uh, what I will do I think the best uh, job ever for me and uh, the field where I can truly use my skills and uh, where we could work with definitely top-of-edge technology and prove it viability and really how we could use it. Uh, I've started my career, I think, like as an engineer, uh, where I have started to work with different kinds of simulations, uh, simulations of thermal flows, uh, wind, and so on. So actually, I always was attached to a powerful computing and the synthetic loads of data, a lot of data, calculation, a form, and so And uh, actually, uh, uh, in my career, I took uh, a lot of aspects and uh, I have seen like 3D world and emerging, uh, immersing worlds from a lot of perspectives. So uh, from white side, it was simulations. After this, it was like more involvement in construction of energy equipment. And uh, like uh, there was even very funny time in my career when we worked with sapphires and uh, we were trying to produce lenses <laughs> for special needs. So uh, actually, it was not like very straightforward way for me. And uh, <laughs> there were a lot of interesting things across it. 
Yeah. I love it. It reminds me of the Steve Jobs speech at Stanford where he says how, for example, he was escaping from a boring class to go to a class about fonts and how that affected the creation of Apple. And it was so many skills that if he looked back, he, it looks like they helped him become who he is. But at the time, he didn't know. And your story, you're like uh, Steve Jobs in a way. And to ask you more, you said your job is utilizing the skills you have. Can you speak more about what is the work of research and development when it comes to VR and AR? And what skills, if somebody is excited and interested in pursuing that career, they should work on and develop? Mm -hmm. You cannot expect what exactly skills you will need at each project. Uh, at uh, our departments, uh, all projects are pretty unique. And uh, uh, sometimes it's just uh, opportunity to combine um, outage of technologies, for example, like AR, uh, like 3D graphics and real-time 3D renders uh, to, to get not just gaming experience, uh, like get uh, the most values what we can get for the clients with usage of this augmented reality or virtual reality. Uh, right now, we definitely use a lot of knowledges about 3D and CGI, uh, about form, textures, colors, um, a lot of such things. A lot of things are coming on uh, programming, uh, programming and like basic development. Uh, when we are thinking about architecture of all of this experience, uh, we evaluate a lot of clients' needs and uh, uh, we like uh, not we uh, we we are not just going to just trade direct plan. Uh, all this development is like pretty unique, and always it's like uh, first steps, uh, first usages of technologies, and uh, yeah, sometimes it's uh, the most funniest and the most useful. Uh, your personal uh, characteristic would be like creativity and ability to use proper this technology to get the most of them. Uh, so uh, if someone is trying to like to obtain such positions in research and development, we should definitely be uh, should be open-minded. Uh, we should really understand and hear everyone in a team and the ideas of professionals. Uh, each time when we are getting a new challenge, like a new proposal from a client to, to produce like uh, MVP or just to produce uh, research on uh, some kind of topics, uh, it's always challenging. Uh, we try to do it from all kinds of ways and all, uh, from uh, all kinds of perspectives to get the best of it. So, yeah. Uh, definitely you should be creative. You should understand the technology and definitely to love it. Because uh, when you're working in research and development, uh, there is no such thing like working hours. Uh, you could not say to yourself just, hey, stop thinking about this thing. Uh, oh, this bug will never cure further. Or you, 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 
this issue is not really important. There is no way for you. You are always trying from yourself to find unique solutions. And uh, you understand that a lot of times these solutions are the first in their kind. And uh, it's really a great feeling. You really need to get this from creation part to be like a creator of something which could be used and you see that which could be used not like just in um, education it will be used like fervor <laughs> i love uh, that i believe yeah. now and i think and i imagine you are the modern day explorers like in the past uh, when christoph columbus or any of the others will take a boat and sail in into the unknown to discover uncharted lands. I think that you're explorers in that way when it comes to technology. And I noticed you mentioned MVP. And sure. you know, the truth is maybe 90% of ideas fail. And therefore, to minimize risk, we have to do an MVP and test and see what happens. What is your perspective on testing new ideas in a way that minimizes risk? And what strategy do you follow and practical steps to know whether the market is ready, people uh, will actually find it useful, and how to quickly get feedback? Uh, there are a lot of methodologies we can use and uh, here when we are really doing first steps in technology, uh, let's uh, try fast, fail fast, but learn faster. Uh, we do a lot of experiments, we do a lot of tests and uh, it, it is a really hard times when you need to say to the client, uh, for example, that no, I understand that this technology is promoted, but it could not be used. It's not stable. The client would be not satisfied. Uh, this won't work as it's expected. So uh, one thing is really good in my job, that we really explore. But uh, when we obtain this truth about technology, for example, we evaluate the speed with which it could work. Uh, we evaluate, uh, could it be stable on a, on a device or on a PC platform? So here is really hard times when you really wish to help a client and you want to solve this. But right now, at this stage, it's impossible. And you need to say clients, uh, research was done. Uh, and we understand that this is good, but we have not uh, started the whole project. We have evaluated all this just risk, the main risk about technology and how it could be used. So it's really important to have like A-B testing. It's uh, not really important for MVP to buy all commercial license, all uh, like creative stuff and so. So uh, MVP should be just like, just raw test for you and just test of your fears and critical points in the project. Uh, on this side, we do not need to think about global architectural structure. We, uh, and uh, like uh, there are different kinds of such tests. Sometimes there could be reusable parts and we need to mention that 
if we are planning further and it's feature just for tests, uh, actually we would need, for example, just optimization part. Uh, right now, these models could not be shown like, like they should. So uh, situations could differ, yet uh, without research part in like any kind of investments. It's uh, really, you could fail on production part and it would be much more harder and uh, brand risks, uh, technology uh, like imperfection could really play a bad role at the start of it. I understand. And, uh, and I really would like to highlight one thing that yes. you said you really said truly that a lot of such ideas have failed uh, because of bad consultancy or bad awareness with technology. Uh, a lot of people tried for a good example would be like uh, glass bottles. Uh, it's not always easy to computer vision system to follow them because of reflections, light, and so. And uh, uh, for example, if you had idea which should like add augmented reality on, on such bottle and you already solved it, you have really problems at this stage. Yeah, something like that. I agree with you 100%. And it makes me think, you know, there are parts of the world like Silicon Valley where the culture and having so many tech companies makes them more successful because when people meet each other from different companies, they can exchange ideas and get new ideas. And the whole culture encourages innovation. And I notice in the news that even some tech startups from Belarus moved to Kiev to work there. What is your opinion on the culture when it comes to tech startups in Kiev? Do you believe it's a big, you know, thing that is pushing the technology startup forward? Or do you believe it's a bit behind and should be better and that it's not really uh, Kiev, is not a, a real Silicon Valley when it comes to tech? Uh, I will not use like any names or uh, companies which we have worked with yet, uh, at least five startups in California was involved uh, by my teams. We help them with development or with like testing of proof of proof with proof of, of concept of their ideas. Startup have uh, different like stages uh, and really a lot of them have like uh, promotional and like the uh, presentation of their ideas. And uh, sometimes they uh, like exaggerate idea. I met a lot of startups which like, uh, for example, like with data science, they do not have prepared product on their hands, yet they are trying like to collect data and they understand when uh, on the day when we shall start, the project will be available and it would be like executable and usable. So uh, sometimes uh, it's pretty risky to understand uh, which startup to choose, in which startup to invest. Uh, if you do not have like good understanding in uh, like technology and uh, 
uh, you, uh, you, uh, you should, to, if you are investing in kind of startup, where you should uh, produce your results of the idea or that's how I mentioned proof of a concept. So here, uh, where was sometimes when we help to evaluate just idea? And uh, we uh, like fully tested and used systems uh, for understanding uh, could they produce commercial materials. Uh, for example, it's like a uh, uh, very painful thing for me. Uh, for two months, I was testing like different fashion AI systems uh, and their white papers. Uh, and uh, I didn't found any technology which could uh, easily and uh, like customer ready swap uh, uh, oh, man. Uh, pieces of clothes. It's like uh, I saw a lot of promotions of this technology, yet when actually everything come to the production part, three uh, of those technology haven't give us the proper results which we claim. So uh, from my perspective, uh, I'm, very, I'm very disappointed sometimes on the stage of not like uh, of all startups uh, with, uh, when we have just bare ideas and uh, those bare ideas could play a really tricky role with it. Uh, you have mentioned that, that uh, a lot of Belarus uh, developers have moved to Ukraine. And yes, uh, from perspective of my company, I have feel it. I have feel it that uh, a lot of specialists appeared on the market uh, and that were uh, good specialists. Uh, and I, uh, we have feel that how appeared some market share. Uh, we have uh, more deep problems with Belarus and I would like not to comment on that situation what we have right now. Uh, but uh, cultural and political environment uh, of Ukraine is uh, much more closer to Europe uh, and uh, I'm sure that a lot of uh, people can feel it and understand that uh, a lot of startups even which are in California, are produced in uh, our country. And uh, uh, it's a great thing that uh, this all IT sphere is right now is open as, as it is. A lot of uh, companies understood that they, uh, it's easy to way for them to work with remote specialists and uh, to have, uh, for example, a better evaluation of a project uh, if we would use our teams which are specialized in some kind of development. So uh, this all situations have influenced a lot on the market and uh, I think the market became more open and it, it's a better for uh, in general. Uh, that's wonderful, actually, to hear. And yes, we're not going to talk about politics or anything like that. So thank you for keeping that comment not commented. And to ask you, since I know you're fascinated by the future trends and opportunities, when it comes to AR and VR, what do you see are the coming future trends that many people might not yet be fully aware of that you think will be make a big impact in our lives in the future? I see a lot of trends which are coming 
And uh, it's a great thing that uh, something could be forecasted. Uh, I see really that uh, this situation, what we have right now, uh, have uh, improved trends of usage like uh, augmented and virtual reality. I'm pretty sure that uh, virtual reality will impact heavily and this is not like just a games experience this would be like educational stuff training stuff of a hard and soft skills uh a lot of showrooms with uh, presenting equipment uh, and uh, the great thing here is that technology have improved a lot we have like standalone devices uh, uh, which could be easily used uh, just when you are sitting. Uh, we have great improvement with uh, display technologies and we are much more comfortable right now when it just started. So uh, it's like about more virtual reality. And uh, not last thing is augmented reality at all. And uh, it would be, uh, we, I think right now, we already have like 3D map of our earth, of our buildings and so on and so on. And I think this reality would be used like a commercial space. It definitely will have people to orientate on place, to get them to places which you need to have them orientate through the towns and so on. It will all, uh, I will, I'm sure that it will add like uh, some history, uh, history knowledge to it. Uh, a lot of places would be like with monuments, with, uh, we could say like backlogs, uh, a lot of statues, a lot of commercials. And uh, I definitely see that uh, right now, uh, the, a lot of big companies are trying to collect users and more than they collect more they can expand their reality, their own reality. And uh, this is what could be like different realities of a world in one device. For example, you could have Google reality or you can have Facebook reality on top of a physical world. And uh, this could be used just more users you have, more expanded world realm you we will have something like that. Yeah, like the network effect or N will be, you know, going to the power of how many users. But I think that could be also another problem. I remember in the US for a long, long time, there were so many telephone providers and they didn't want to adopt the GSM standard and therefore each was its own planet with its own users who found it expensive to communicate with users of other companies. I hope it will be a lot more integrated and working well. Well, Ruslan, thank you very much. If you have any comment about anything more to say to our listeners, please share. And where can people find you? Where can they learn more? Where can they learn more about your work and your company? What links? can you share? Um, I would like to highlight that uh, Ukrainian companies are really open right now for foraging markets. And uh, the situation is much more clear than it was like previously. All specialists are trained and adopt and easily adopted to different kinds of workflows, management systems, and uh, for the market. 
you can easily find me on LinkedIn. I'm a head of research and development at Skywell Software. And uh, my company will gladly help you with different kinds of development of mobile applications, researches, augmented and virtual reality on the rights of commercial. <laughs> uh, so thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it with, I could share some knowledge about Ukraine, about what we do have with, with here, what we have really fascinating stuff to do. We have really interesting jobs uh, and uh, really cool specialists for this. Thank you. And I will put in the description, the link to your LinkedIn profile for anybody who is interested to go. Have a great day thank and thank you very much.